The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. Proclaiming the good news and word and song, we are the messenger of good news. AM 850 KFUO here in the St. Louis region. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. It's time now for our conversation with Pastor Doug Nicely. He is the pastor of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Doug, we're on the fifth commandment, right? Fifth commandment today. Now, now we're starting to get to now we're starting to get to some heavy duty stuff. Yes, we are. Uh, fifth commandment: You shall not murder. And uh, what's interesting about that is that we we have different ways of trying to explain our way around it. And this is this is nothing new. Let me start out with a little illustration for you. Okay. As I understand that uh, the Hebrews had two words for killing. One of these words described what happens sometimes when a tragic accident causes someone to die. The other word describes an intentional effort done to murder another person. The rabbis taught that God prohibited only murder, only uh, intentional efforts. There was no one other than Jesus himself who blew this distinction out of the water. You remember this quote from the Sermon on the Mount? Let me give it to you. Okay. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. If you love those who love you, uh, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Uh, do not even the Gentiles do the same. And elsewhere in that same Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says that if you call somebody a vicious and angry and hostile name, you've already murdered your brother. You know, it's kind of hard to love your enemies, isn't it? It is. Jesus calls us to love our enemies. It's yeah, hard enough to and, love and your neighbor if, if, they're, if they're a pain, <laughs> but to love our enemies too? Yes, well, and it's a, and it's a, very, uh, it's a very radical thing for him to say. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you begin to understand the depth of, among other things, the Sermon on the Mount, when you begin to take a look at things like the Fifth Commandment, you shall not murder, especially when he understands it, that if you call somebody a name, you've already murdered him, right. which means we're all subject to uh, breaking this commandment, even though sometimes we think uh, we, we should take a pass because we find somebody else who's worse than us. Doesn't Martin Luther have an explanation for that? He does. He says, We are to fear and love God so that we neither endanger nor harm the lives of our neighbors, but instead help and support them in all of life's deeds. Which means we're supposed to be very supportive of our neighbors. Now, this is, this is nothing that we have within our hearts. This is something we have to learn from Jesus, ultimately, because he's the only one who can teach us. But every time St. Paul in the New Testament talks about this, he, he uh, then goes on and explains how Jesus himself gave up his life in order to give us life. And he says in Romans chapter 5, for instance, while we were still his enemy, right. Christ died for us. So, you know, so he's trying to tell us, teach us something that he himself has uh, been an example for us. And I understand it's, it's difficult for us to be Jesus. 
but we have to learn from him too. But God can do some amazing other things. You want to want to have my little Bible quiz for you today? Sure. All right. Here's the here's the simple quiz. Uh, what do these three people in the Bible have in common? Moses, King David, and Saint Paul. Moses, King David, and Saint Paul. What do they have in common? Yes. Uh, they were all murderers? Yes, they were, all three of them. You'll remember the story in uh, the beginning of Moses' life. He was taken by Pharaoh's daughter and raised up as a child of, Mo- of uh, Pharaoh. But at one point, he saw an Egyptian um, mistreating a Hebrew person, and he killed the Egyptian. And the next day, he saw two Hebrews uh, arguing with each other. And Moses told him, we shouldn't do this. And one of the guys said, are you going to kill me like you killed the Egyptian yesterday? So Moses ran away, and that's how we begin with the whole story of Exodus. Mm -hmm. It started with a murder. Um, King David is an interesting one. Uh, We know, as we'll probably talk about next week, his his adultery with Bathsheba. But you'll remember that um, Bathsheba was the wife of one, as it turns out, of David's uh, most trusted uh, um, soldiers, and his name was Uriah the Hittite. And even in the list of genealogies that we have in Matthew chapter 1, it lists all the ancestors of Jesus, the name Bathsheba doesn't show up. It says, David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah um, the Hittite. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Yeah, and he arranged once again for Uriah to be to be killed in battle when Uriah wouldn't um, comply with him when David summoned him from the battlegrounds and told him, why don't you go home and spend the night with your wife? And he said, no, listen, uh, you know, I'm, I put my life on the line. I'm not going to go home and sleep with my wife. And David tried it a couple of nights in a row. It didn't work. So finally he told uh, Joab, his general, he said, when you go out and fight, put him in the front lines and then pull your troops back and, and have him killed. And that's exactly what happened. Here it is. In Matthew's genealogy, 10 centuries after this happened, Bathsheba is still mentioned as the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Right. But look what King David ended up being, uh, the ancestor of Jesus and what many people would say, the greatest king of Israel. And then number three, St. Paul. St. Paul, we're told in the book of Acts, was standing there when uh, you remember the story of how the first martyr of the church, St. Stephen, was stoned uh, for basically confronting all of the Jewish leaders in a very, in a very upfront way, calling them hypocrites. And uh, it turns out that the chief of the hypocrites was, at that time, a guy by the name of Saul of Tarsus, mm-hmm. who we know as St. Paul. Right. And he gave permission for them to stone Stephen to death. And that's why later on in the New Testament, St. Paul says, you know, I'm the least of the apostles because I persecuted the church. He was well aware of what he did and was absolutely amazed that God would choose him to be an apostle to the Gentiles. So my story here is, look what God can do to those people who are even murderers. Right. And, And what a great thing. The best example I can see of people trying to argue one way or another about those people who are um, murderers or not murderers is those people who serve in the military. I really appreciate the people who serve in the military. And for over 20 years, I served a congregation that was made of primarily of people who were from the military. And the one thing that impressed me about them is that there is nobody who is more dedicated to the cause of peace than those who are serving in the military. 
So that's so that's my summary of the fifth commandment, both downside and upside. But you know, once again, look what God can do because Jesus Christ, he loved us when we were his enemies. Could you lead us in a prayer? Well, let's do that. Lord, teach us what it is like to love our enemies, even as you have admonished us. And teach us how to do this uh, as an example from those who have served you in the military. For we pray in the name of Jesus, who loved us and his enemies enough to give his life to save all of ours. Amen. Amen. And I look forward to spending more time with you next week. Thanks, Doug. Have a great day. Okay, you too. We are AM850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org.